How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Jamie Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Well, everybody, I have my partner in crime here, Jamie Fowler, the Tiara Mentor Powerhouse from good old Florida over there making things happen. We have a special guest today, Jamie, who is quite a force in record in the industry as far as training, online coaching, owning three gyms, boss up a company this year, I believe. He's making some serious magic happen. Mr. Nick Langer, BR Physiques. Hello, hello. How are you guys doing? What? I'm doing fantastic. How about you, Jamie? <laughs> I expected Nick to have more plaques than I do, though, in his background. What gives, man? He's hiding them all, Jamie. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no. Actually, actually, the fun fact is, I no longer have an office in my gym anymore because of the fact that I kept getting people coming in while I was working. So I just eliminated the office altogether. Um, and, uh, and we're building, a we're building our new house this coming year and I have a office being built in there and then I'll have an entire wall full of, full of plaques and all sorts of fun stuff to, to have around me. Actually, uh, one of my clients just brought me in, uh, a pretty cool thing. So I'm a, I'm a big Denver Broncos fan and he actually got me, this is a Clinton Portis Jersey. That was a signed Clinton Portis Jersey that he's going to have framed up for me. Um, it was actually a, a Jersey that he wore in one of the games and, uh, authenticated and everything. So, so yeah, yeah, it's been pretty cool. Uh, you know, I've got a whole bunch of stuff like that that I've got kind of stowed away along with the bodybuilding trophies and the plaques from you guys and all sorts of other stuff that's going to be up on the walls and constant reminders of, of things that have happened and things that are going to happen coming soon. So, so yeah. That's awesome. I Matthew, agree. You want to, uh, you want to start, sir? Well, I'd love to. You know, it's crazy to me. Nick's been with, with TRM now, of course, growing his company what the last 21 months, went to want something like that, Nick. It's kind of crazy because when you first had a come with me before, it was like you were looking at 20K months, kind of like your your future goal, and let's overwhelm. And now you've grown so, like, it's, you've grown so fast, so much. On a third gym now, I mentioned bought something a company this year, I believe, a part owner of that as well, too. Your company now has, like, seven coaches or something like that, BR Physiques. You want to phase out of personal training, go into all online coaching and still competing, raising your family. The list goes on, Jim. I can't even keep my list here kind of going with Nick. So uh, my question, I guess, to you, buddy, is in the last couple of years, like, how are you keeping up with the whole process? What's the thing that you, what's, what's the mindset now you have compared to what it was like years ago? Yeah, you know, one of the biggest things that, uh, you know, I implemented and kind of really started to look at was, you know, obviously we, we preach about systems and, and everything from that, but then also delegation. Um, you know, I think that's one of the hardest things that most people, as far as business owners, have a hard part um, really diving into is really letting the reins off and allowing other individuals to take control of your business, right? And the only possible way that I can own multiple businesses and continue to grow and continue to um, build is by, you know, creating the systems that, that those can follow, those individuals can follow, and then handing it off to them, understanding that, you know, I am giving a piece of what I've worked my ass off to create um, over to somebody else, which is hard to do. But at the same time, I also understand, you know, 
if I hand this off to an individual and let's say they do it at 80% of what I could do it at, which is realistic, you know, majority of individuals are not going to execute at the same amount that you do for your own business. But if I hand that off and it frees up 80% of my time to then move on to something else, now I can create another revenue stream or another, another income stream for myself and my family uh, and still have that business performing and doing the right things and moving in the right direction without me having to be in my business all the time. I'm working, you know, on the outside of everything and just keeping my eyes on it as, as we build those structures and build that, that system as we go. And so that's been one of the keys for me is really just figuring out, you know, number one, identifying those individuals that I have around me that I can see fit the molds for the specific points that I need inside of these businesses. But then on top of that, also just allowing myself to not let my OCD type A personality um, you know, take control of everything all the time and really allow others to, you know, grow as leaders and be able to create their own impact inside of these businesses as well. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Floor is yours, Jamie. You want to ask some questions, Jamie? The floor is yours. Sure. So to piggyback off that question, Nick, before you got online, Matthew was telling me that you had set a hard, a hard line in terms of when you will stop taking in-person clients yourself and completely transition to just online. So I was curious, right? You know, in terms of delegation and optimization, when do you determine the right time is to finally leave the baby alone with the babysitter? Like, how do you pick your deadlines? Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. I actually had a conversation with this because I think this is something that can be applied to a lot of coaches that are in the industry as well. When it comes down to actually like understanding when you should scale or when you should move into specific aspects as far as like revenue streams when it comes to coaching. And the biggest thing for me is more of an aspect as, as I've been in this since 2010, um, I'm now to a point where I've gotten established enough that from an online clientele base, the revenue stream that I'm creating from that matches what I want for my family, right? And so it's one of those aspects of, um, I've been very blessed over the past couple of years that uh, social media has really taken off for me and I've been able to accrue a lot more clientele. Um, you know, I've got overseas clientele now and I've got a lot of clientele that are not just local. And because of that, it allows me to actually be able to look at it and go, okay, I could spend, you know, let's say 36 hours a week in the gym, training people one-on-one -on -one, or even doing tandem sessions, you know, making $150 an hour um, doing so. Or I could actually completely switch onto online. I could spend two of my days um, working with those online clientele and I can actually make five to 10K more a month doing that with those clients and actually produce better results um, with less time on my end, right? And so... I look at it from that and I, it's hard for me, honestly, the hardest part for me from walking away from in person is I'm actually really good at beating the hell out of people in person. So it's hard for me to do that. Um, and it's hard for me to walk away from that opportunity because I enjoy that one-on-one -on -one connection with a lot of my clientele. But at the same time, I also understand from a business perspective, it's bad business for me to continue wasting, quote unquote, wasting, right? Uh, my time in person when I could be helping so many more people. And I also have a team of coaches that need to be doing the in-person and learning the, the craft from, from, you know, a one-on-one -on -one standpoint. Whereas I've done it long enough that 
Um, you know, I believe that I've just kind of gotten to a point where it's a better transition for me to move more so into a coaching and teaching role for those individuals that will be working with people one-on-one -on -one in person um, and using my skills more so for the online clientele that I've built and continue to build and just focusing on that as a specific metric because of the fact that it does allow me more time to focus on other businesses, um, but also allows me to still do what I love and create a revenue stream that, you know, you can only imagine. So it's, uh, but I think one caveat to that I will make is, and kind of one thing that I, I really want to kind of stress because I, I talk with all my coaches about this as well, is I think we're kind of in this like jaded mentality that everybody wants to think that they can be an online coach. And everybody wants to think that they can start as an online coach straight out the gate. And the problem with that is, is until you can build a, a, a reputation for yourself and actually build that referral system that allows you to build an online clientele base, mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to do it and be extremely successful. And that's just the hard truth, only because of the fact that at this point in time, there's so many individuals out there that want to be online coaches that the market is saturated. And until you can prove that you're knowledgeable enough and experienced enough and the, the individuals are going to be drawn to you, it's mm. going to be very hard for you to make a great, massive online business. And so like the realization that I came to is finally I'm to that point where I'm getting enough referrals, I'm getting enough people from an online standpoint, that that is something that I need to be focusing on. Um, and I need to, again, step more into a educator role for my coaches uh, and allow them to do that role inside the gyms and inside that that structure as well. So, mm. I love 100% agree, and I love that you said you, you essentially have to earn the right to be an online coach through your referral base, through your authority, through your credibility. But then you also the last thing you said was people are going to be drawn to you, and it's one of the things as you know we stress in TRM is not the script, but you have to learn how to talk to people. Right. You have to develop right. social skills in person before you go online because people can get offended quite easily when they can't read your tone. Right. You have to you have to learn how to talk to them before you learn how to write to them. Right. right. Well, and I think the other thing that a lot of people miss is also understanding that, you know, in this business specifically, uh, if you really want to look at it, we're a consulting business. And in order to be a good consultant, you have to be able to relate to people. You have to be able to have conversations. And one thing that people don't understand is that online coaching is actually much, much harder than in person. And the only reason being is online coaching is much harder to build relationships than in person. In person, I can build a relationship with somebody, boom, like that, right? But online to build that relationship, to build that rapport is a lot longer process because you're not getting those interactions where you're spending an hour with somebody in person talking about their life, talking about all that, right? And so yeah. you have to translate this into creating that kind of a relationship online. And you won't know how to do that unless you've already done in-person training right. and actually gone in that direction. So yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly your idea. So so you've mentioned education. You've stepped into more of an educator role. We talked a little bit about communication, interpersonal skills. As Matthew said, your business has grown exponentially over the last 21 months. But how have your values changed? How have you as a person in terms of how you run your business, how you run your family, what has changed 
from a core value perspective, if anything? Yeah, um, you know, there's, I would say two, probably three things. Number one, um, my, my prioritization of time and time management has become a lot better uh, since starting, only because of the fact that I've realized that the only way that I'm gonna continue to progress forward, especially as I put more on my plate, is by being very efficient with time and scheduling and actually having my days all planned out. So that is like a key thing that has changed a lot for me is time management. And also my boys are now to the point where I've got an almost uh, seven-year-old and then a, a two-year-old. And it's at a point in time where like my seven-year-old is starting to get, uh, you know, we're really building a relationship and really having all that night. So I wanna make sure that I have the time to actually be there. Um, and time to actually be there to pick them up from school and just, you know, the small things um, that, you know, majority of us that have kids and run businesses, the reason why we did it was to get the time back so we could actually spend that time with them. Right. Yeah. So, um, so that, that, that's a one, one thing for sure. The second is, um, you know, I've always been a person that never really cared what people thought of me and, more so than anything, that has become uh, a kind of a pillar that I'm going on now is mm -hmm. I just want to be authentically me. And I don't really care what that, which way that goes, um, because I understand, especially in the world that we're in, uh, you know, if you are authentic, you're going to attract those individuals that, that like you and like how you mm -hmm. present yourself. And when you look at it from a, from a purely analytical side, if I look at it, I go, okay, out of 6 billion people in order to make my business successful, I need a hundred. Okay. So I guarantee there's a hundred people that are going to relate to me. Right. Um, and so it's, it's one of those aspects of, uh, from a core value standpoint, I'm going to continue to just be authentically me, which is a little bit different than what I was in the past in the aspect that I kind of held back, um, from presenting myself and presenting who I was only because of the fact that I figured it would give me more of a backlash mm. and in the opposite aspect of that is actually the more that I've leaned into who I am and, and how I present myself, actually the faster things have progressed um, in all fronts of business, which has been a pretty cool thing to see, um, you know, and then uh, outside of that, no, I mean, pretty much everything else is, is basically the same. Uh, you know, I'm a, I, my, my, my mentality is the way that I look at, at things, the way that I view the world, um, those have all stayed the same. Um, mm -hmm. you know, again, from day one, as, as Matt and I have talked, I'm a man that comes, that comes down to a man of faith and I'm a man that firmly believes in hard work and, and, and more than anything, just, uh, focusing in on how to work smarter, not harder as I continue to kind of grow and improve everything that we've got going on. So. Mm. I I love that. So then my follow-up question would be, as you've grown your business and as your values have started to change, you know, we say it in CRM all the time, every level has another devil. What got you from zero to 10 uh, will not be the same thing that helped you grow from 10 to 20. What recent devil have you had to contend with or battle in the phase of your business you're at now? Good question. So I would say at this point in time, kind of the biggest uh, hurdle that I'm overcoming, it's more of an aspect of, of um, it's really the, the team aspect and being a good leader is probably one of the hardest parts that's coming for me at this point in time. Um, you know, I've always been good at, 
I've always been good at executing from my own side of things. And in order to actually get it to a point where I can be a good leader to help other people understand how to execute at a high level is a very hard thing to start to learn and start to implement. And, you know, it's very, it's not an easy thing to get everybody to execute at a level that not necessarily that I execute at because I'm a psychotic individual, but more so an aspect of a level that I would expect um, others to, to execute at, right? And so that's kind of the, the hard balance at this point in time is number one, finding the teammates that have the same vision and will, will go along with the same vision, but also helping them understand how to execute at a high level that I would expect to be executed at, right? And so um, those are it's part of the reason why I continually read and try to learn on, on leadership as much as possible because of the fact that, you know, it's, it's a, it's a constant thing that I'm kind of stepping into and kind of understanding. And I also have really changed the mindset and understanding of like, listen, if something goes wrong in the business at the end of the day, it's probably my fault and it trickles downstream. Right. And so um, when you're leading, that's probably the hardest part is, you know, allowing your ego to not get in the way and fully understanding that you are typically the the bottleneck for your business when it comes yeah. down to not being able to progress. That's a great point. Yeah, 100%. It's interesting. I'm watching the, um, it's called Legacy. It's the documentary about the LA Lakers from the 1960s to present day. And what you said about leadership was essentially how Kobe ran the team. He said, I don't need you guys to take basketball as seriously as I do because nobody will ever take basketball as seriously as I do. But I need you guys to be as good as you can be, not as good as I can be. And that, so I think, Nick, you've got the leadership part. I think you understand it. Yeah, I, again, it's just it's it's one of those aspects of it's always a hard thing to put yourself in other shoes, right? And especially as an owner and somebody who has a hundred percent ownership of what's going on from a business standpoint, it's very hard to kind of like step back and go, okay, if I didn't own this and I was a part of this, what would I want and how would I want to be led in order to be a part of something bigger than me, right? And so. I, I'm always trying to, to really think outside of my own perspectives, which is a hard thing to do when you're running your own businesses and 100% in at all times. So, yeah. um, I do have a question because you mentioned I read books about leadership. You are someone who I believe you learn how to think. You don't learn what to think. So what are the top three books you've read in either the personal development silo or the business development silo that have taught, that have helped teach you how to think? Mm. Uh, all right. So one that I, one that I really like from a leadership standpoint was um, extreme, extreme ownership by Jocko um, and Leaf. Um, that, that's a great book. It's a great idea. It's a great, uh, I like it because of the aspect that it's been applied knowledge, right? This is knowledge mm -hmm. that they gained from real world, real life circumstances when it came to battles. Um, and so it works well in my brain because I can actually identify and work and, and see what they're saying as far as the leadership concepts there. So that's one. Um, I'm actually reading through one that's called The Psychology of Money right now, which is actually a pretty good one when it comes down to just like the understanding of how we look at 
investments, but also how we look at, uh, you know, money in general and how, how individuals like Warren Buffett are so incredibly successful. But if you actually look at their success, it's actually compounded success that only happened within like literally the majority of his wealth was literally like, yeah, it's yeah. crazy to look at that. Right. Um, and uh, in other aspects, as far as that goes, and just understanding that, you know, I think majority of individuals, when they look at wealth, they, mm -hmm. they don't understand that it's a long term commitment. It's not a short term commitment when it comes down to actually building generational wealth, especially um, and fully understanding that it's not the right now, it's compounding aspects that create it. Um, and then outside of that, oh, trying to think of anything else that's uh, off the top of my head, that, would, that one that I would really like. Um, uh, I would say Atomic Habits is another one that I really like. Um, so that one's good just from a, from a structure standpoint and creating structures in your life um, and understanding that all those little things do add up in order to make big things happen in your life. So I love that. So extreme ownership, the psychology of money and James Clear's atomic habits. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Matthew. Awesome. So Nick, you've grown your business organically, man, over the last couple of years, organic growth, right? And no Facebook ads, no paid traffic, which is very impressive. And I want to reinforce that because really important about that is, is that a lot of guys out there, you know, that are coming in, growing where their businesses want to pay for advertising when really you've built your company and you've grown it again, very fast over two years, doing big months, um, organically through certain principles, which principles have you applied to be successful? Of course, around those that have helped you grow organically, like actual principles in your business model doing that. So I'd say the number one thing is consistency. Uh, the only reason why we continually see growth time after time after time, month after month after month is because the message has already like everything that we had in place from a mm -hmm. message standpoint, from a system standpoint, it's all been consistently executed. And I think that's where a lot of people miss the ball is, you know, they don't want to create the content to have consistent content for an entire month. They don't want to take the time to consistently um, put out those results that they're, they're creating or consistently week after week do the same things over and over again in order to see success. And like my story is not anything outrageous. It's because I'm so damn consistent <laughs> is why I continue to see success. Yeah, totally. That's man. really all it is. Yeah. Right. And, and so it's one of those things where it's like, I wasn't a instant success. I was rapid success, but only because of the fact that I created systems and then I consistently executed on those yeah. every single day. And it's, it's one of those aspects of like <clears throat> the social media thing. Social media is one of those aspects that as long as you're consistent long enough with it, mm -hmm. eventually something will pop off that will make you an overnight success. Right. Mm -hmm. But, and, and that's the same exact thing with, with any other form of, from your business standpoint, um, as long as you're consistent in your efforts and consistent in your execution, your businesses will grow over time. You just have to stay consistent. And it's, it's who can literally, and I, I guess I take that lesson from bodybuilding I, because bodybuilding is one of the most monotonous consistencies <laughs> you have to do in order to see progress, right? It's, it's the same workouts, the same foods, the same things over and over and over again to create this crazy result that people can't even understand how you got. Yeah. Right. 
it's the exact same mentality when it comes to business. And I think that's where a lot of people miss the ball is, you know, they, they have this initial, I want to go and I want to make it happen just like with anything. And then all of a sudden they get six, 12 months in, or they start to see like a, or they start to get like a hiccup or they have life come up or something happens. And then their consistency falls by the wayside. And that's where you lose is if you're just, if you're not consistent in your habits every single day, eventually the minute that you back off and fall off those habits, I'm sorry, but business and everything else in life doesn't care and it doesn't wait. And your competitors aren't going to do, aren't, aren't just waiting idly by the side. They're consistently executing every day too. So you have yeah. to keep consistency on all fronts um, in order to continue to see success. Back in June, Nick, on like one of our calls, you mentioned, Matt, I want to hit 10,000 followers on my Instagram page by the end of December, right? Well, well, you basically blew that goal away, Nick. <laughs> it's yeah. not even in December yeah. yet, man. And I got to applaud you because, you know, you nailed that objective, that goal. But also I kept seeing your social posts over the reels over. Again, you have, of course, keeping the routine principles in place every week around your process. And I think it was what? Maybe it was uh, October you hit that goal even sooner than that, whatever yep. it was. And now you're, you know, you're on a, a 25 mark, whatever basically is now. But the cool part is that's an ex you're a, a good example, a beautiful example of what it was. Like the goal was there. You put the reps basically in over the next nine months and you were averaging a like 13 or 12 calls, whatever it was in a, a leads a week, right? Maybe they're over like 20 now, whatever that obviously is now, but they were quality leads coming in your business because you were putting right. out quality material. And you build an authority yep. and really like that, like, like almost like the authorities around like elite coach now, like super elite. Coach. That's really powerful. Right. You know, that what you built there, Nick, around that, that actual process. Yeah. And again, I mean, if you really look at like, even if you look at the content I put out or the things yeah. that I'm doing, it's not like I'm reinventing the wheel, right? It's, it's just, I'm very consistent with the message that I'm putting out in the, the information and how I put things out. Uh, and that's the, that's the biggest thing is like, I, I guess the, the one message that I can tell anybody is understand the consistency in whatever you plan on doing from a business standpoint or life standpoint is, is really what matters most. Any, any, any result you're looking for comes down to just literally being consistent. And, you know, that's the reason why I, I don't, I don't like motivation. I don't like any of that shit. I don't like the raw, raw books when it comes to motivation either, because I'm like, okay, that's great. And I can be highly motivated, you know, um, at any given time, but I understand that it's not when I'm motivated that matters most. It's when I'm not motivated to do something and I stay consistent with it that matters. And that's, that's the hardest part is, you know, those days when you don't want to get up and don't want to do anything. And yet you stay consistent with your habits and do and execute what you're supposed to do that day is what yeah. matters the most. And, you know, I think, I, I want to be a beacon of light for showing that with my success, which is the reason why, like I held strong on, I didn't want to pay for any boosting of any, any content. I didn't want to do any of that. I wanted to do it organically because I wanted to show that as long as you put your head down and you just continually stay consistent and grind, you can get to that point that you want to get to. Right. And I would much rather earn everything that I create uh, through hard work and, and consistency then have something given to me because I paid a whole bunch of money in order to make it happen. Right. So, um, so that's just my mentality, the way I look at things. And, you know, a lot of people will be like, well, that's stupid. You're, you're wasting a lot of time and you're spending a lot of effort and, and I get it. But at the same time, um, 
uh, again, I'm much more of an aspect of I would rather grind for something mm-hmm. in the long haul and 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 win that way um, mm. than than any other aspect. So honestly, man, I think it's more of a, you're actually smart because you made smart moves, but did fewer moves, just kept doing the right moves with the plan. Right. Right. And it's right. actually, you're actually, it's not like, it's, a, it's more of like just basically a plan you're following to achieve a certain result, which of course you did. So then you fast forward almost like less than two years ago to where you are now. It, like it's really, it's almost like the best story times, times three that you actually achieved, you know, and that's also factoring in, we're talking about BRF right now, but you factor in basically your third gym that you bought, all these things you were doing as well, competing, family, taking care of the boys and the wife, like all this stuff was all happening all at once. Right. So that to me is almost inspirational because you kept putting in every every rep, every work effort, even you know, you know, even kind of building the process. And now you fast forward December twenty first to twenty two, and you're like, wow, like you came a long ways. Now I want that steak. You're uh, pretty soon, just so you know, uh, Nick. Mention it to you, buddy. <laughs> Whatever you want to make the trip to Omaha, man. You're more than welcome. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's it, it is surreal to kind of look back, and it, and the fun part to me, you know, we, we've we've had these conversations as we've kind of looked back, because you you you're good about pulling me back and being like, hey man, like just chill out and look at what you've done, because you've done some pretty cool stuff already. Um, but you know, I think the, the the biggest thing for me is is looking at it and going, yeah, we've done some pretty pretty. Yeah. Uh, for majority of people that would look at a business standpoint, would be like, wow, that's insane growth over the past you know two years less than two years, but I look at it and go, okay, that was me. You know, I look at it, anything in business. I look at it as typically whatever you're seeing now is probably the efforts that you put in over the past three to five years. Right. So in my eyes, the way that I look at it is I'm like, okay, well, my effort and my time management has gotten better over the past 12 to 16 months. Yeah. And we're seeing this right now. Well, I'm not even, then I'm just getting started. Right. That's the cool part for me is looking at it and going, man, we're just we're at the tip of the iceberg in comparison to what we can be getting and what we can do moving forward. And so that excites me more than anything, because, again, the initial mission that I had was to impact as many people as I possibly can. And, you know, that that mission is being accomplished. But now I'm looking at it and going, well, hell, we aren't even scratching the surface of how many people we can impact and change and the lives we can change and whatnot's going to happen in the future. Um, and so that excites me more than anything because it's not, it's not the aspect like the, the increased revenue in the companies and all that is great. And I love, I love business and and all those aspects, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, the biggest thing for me is continually improving and increasing the impact overall that we can create. And so the fact that, you know, we're barely scratching the surface of what we're going to end up doing is fun for me because I'm like, all right, cool. We're. I, I'm going to be able to create something that actually fully impacts an even larger amount of individuals. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting and kind of morbid to think about, but I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, when I do die, how many people will be at my funeral or have a thought of like, man, he changed my life. You know, they impacted my life. You know, that's, at the end of the day, I can give two shits about the money. I can give two shits about anything. That's what I truly care about is yeah. the, the end of the day, the thought of like, this guy truly changed my life. And, you know, to have that kind of an impact um, 
and to fully create that impact on on individuals in this world, I believe is the reason why we're here in the first place. And so that's my ending goal, right? I'm collecting those chips of how many lives can I change more so than how much money can I make? Um, and that's what I care about at the end of the day. And I understand that everything that we're doing at this point in time, the gyms that we're creating, the, the people we're working with in BRCH, the people that I'm going to help in the, in the supplement company and supplement industry that I'm in, you know, it's, those are, those are what I truly care about. And I know can only increase as long as we keep consistency and keep executing daily on what we're doing right now. Totally, man. hundred percent. You know, it's funny because, you know, on all the calls we were always have, we always kind of run a refresh how far you've come, but whenever we have a call or even like right now you're going your company, Nick, you always move these small hinges and these small hinges move, move big doors, you know, as a result, you know, like a small hinge moves a big door, you know, in your businesses. And it's like, it's funny because you always make one tweak here, one tweak here was one tweaks here and there are like all of a sudden double here, two X here, three X here. And now we're having this convo and it's like, it, it's, it's very rewarding to see how far you've come because I still recall our first freaking call, man, two years ago, you're like, you're, you're overwhelmed. You were stressed. Like, how do I get past 10 K? Like you were thinking of like, even 20 was like almost giving you anxiety. And I'm you now and you're so relaxed. Yeah. You're so into your family. You're so into growth and serving and impacting. It's, it's really enriching to see that from you because I'm like, I was talking about Nick. I was like on our calls, you know, other clients, like, follow what Nick's doing. Like Nick's following a plan. Like what he's doing is an example of how you can like his core values are very strong around faith and your know, family and, you know, impact, which to me is, is, it's very positive in the world, right? That we need more of that in the world, you know, but it's also on smart work ethic. Like you got to put the reps in guys to get where you want to go. It's not going to happen overnight. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think, you know, if, if we had more individuals in the industry focusing on three things, effort, their core values, mm -hmm. and keeping, well, keeping that effort consistent, core values. Um, and then at the end of the day, literally just trying to create positive impact, not worried about money, but just creating positive impact. The industry would be a lot better. Yeah. And there would be a lot of people making a lot of money because they're not worried about making money and they're more worried about actually helping. Yeah. And that's, and that's the key here. It's like, it's really not that difficult. There's really not like these crazy algorithms you need to follow in order to be crazy successful. It's just be a good damn human <laughs> and help people. And I promise you will actually get into a better spot. Right. And that's, that's the, that's, that's the key principle that I try to try to keep my mind on is, just be a good human and, and be a good person of value and create enough understanding and value that you um, and knowledge that you have yourself so that you can positively impact others. And that's what matters. And if you do that, I can promise you, you'll be successful in other aspects of your life. But it's the minute that you start focusing on me and what I have is the minute that you're going to fail. Um, and that's why I try to stay humble as well, because I'm like, okay, yes, we're getting to a point where, you know, we're, we're, we're really cranking things out. We're getting to levels of, of, uh, income that I would have never imagined in my entire life. But at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm still waking up. I'm still eating the same food. I'm still the same person I was when I was making 10 K a month. Right. Uh, and, and my status and my individual aspect doesn't change 
And I'm just blessed to actually be able to impact and help others around me every single day. And I just have to keep that in mind no matter what, as we continue to move forward. Cause um, you know, I've seen it time and time again, where money jades get, makes people jaded yeah. and you know, the status, especially like social media and growing on social media makes people very jaded. And it's like, listen, at the end of the day, we're all just people, right? Like I went to, yeah. I went to the Olympia and, and one of my uh, clients was like, Oh, did you get any pictures to anybody? I'm like, they're all just people to me. Right. Like, yeah, it's cool. Like I'm glad I'm, I, you know, they, they're all making a positive impact and they're helping people and you know, they're, they're doing what they're doing, but at the same time, they're just another person just like I am. And yeah. so I don't see a, I don't, it never registers like that to me. It's more of an aspect of understanding that at the end of the day, I'm no better than anybody else. And I, I'm solely here just to help others. And I think if other people had that mentality, then we'd, we'd see a lot more success and we'd see a lot less failure um, because people are actually caring about helping others rather than just making it all. So, and that's you being authentic, Nick. That's being you, man. For sure. Right. Yeah. It's beautiful. 100%. You know? The next two years, it's going to be almost mind blowing to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting back looking at it and going, you know, what, what's kind of the, I don't know. We're at this precipice on multiple businesses where like the ball is starting to roll downhill pretty quick and it's kind of fun because all, all, well, soon to be four businesses, all four businesses are kind of all in the same exact spot from a downhill roll um, and momentum standpoint. And so, yeah, the next two to five years are going to be pretty insane. Uh, I'm super excited about it and I'm more than anything. I'm just excited that, uh, the opportunity is there to actually be able to truly see success. But then at the same time, I've, I've got just a, a wide range of ways that we're going to be impacting those around us. And I also understand that, you know, as we continue to increase revenue, it's only going to allow me to start some of the other aspects that I want to do uh, from an impact standard. And so there's a lot that's, that's coming. It's one of those aspects of like, you know, if I told people my 10, my five or 10 year goals, they'd be, they wouldn't even, they'd be like, no, there's no way. Um, and a lot of that, I would say, I, I appreciate you guys, especially, and you especially, because it was one of those aspects of when we, when we first talked, it was like, Hey man, I just want to get to the point where, you know, I'm making enough money to make my family happy and, and, you know, impact as many as I can personally. And that's kind of the direction I want to go. And now my, 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 my vision has grown to a much larger vision than that. And, um, and, and I, I appreciate you guys for kind of opening my eyes to that and understanding like, hey, man, no, no, no. If you could just create systems and then make sure they're foolproof, teach your people your systems and then just watch back, step back and watch them go. Um, you know, you can then move into more and more of what you want to do yeah. and create more impact in that, that direction. And, um, you know. I definitely would have still been spinning my wheels had we not had those initial conversations. Um, and I think, again, you know, there's always things that we can continue to optimize and improve, but that makes me excited because I'm like, all right, we're doing this and, and we're not even at full steam yet. And so what else can be possible as we move forward? So. Wow, Nick. Your story is powerful, man. Your story definitely is empowering to like myself, the TRM team. It was, of course, on the podcast as well, but even seeing – the journey that, of course, as you're growing the company and building and evolving yourself as a leader, 
and you know still tight with your your boys and your wife and heck, you were in Barbados uh what a few weeks ago you were on a trip there for which is you were in Barbados you were somewhere else also this year as well too for a one week vacation I believe as well too weren't you yeah so uh I took the wife to Orlando uh, a couple weeks back so we did a we did a quick vacation just her and I down there for uh she's a huge Harry Potter nerd so we ended up going down there and uh, going to the park down there, and then we uh, we took a trip for and I together for Barbados. We went there for about a week. Yeah. Um, beginning of December here, um, and then earlier this year, yeah. I mean, we've taken so w- one one bonus of everything that's been going on is also the aspect that again it's given me time, yeah. and with that time, it's also allowing me to um, give my boys and my wife experiences that you know I never thought were possible, and so. It's one of those aspects of, uh, you know, that is another blessing that we definitely have is mm-hmm. being able to take our boys places and help them experience the world um, and start to build their own uh, perceptions of the world. Because I understand at that age, you know, that's the biggest thing that we need to be teaching them is it's like, listen, our world is not just Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. It is much more than that. And there are, there are different cultures and different people and different ways of thinking and so, you know, experiencing that at, at such a young age um, is something that I, I want them to experience. We actually just talked about um, probably not next year, but the year after actually doing a full like 14 day European oh, um, great, trip man. with the boys. So okay. they can actually experience Europe and experience all that. And it'll be my first time over there, too. So it'll be fun. But um, but I, one thing we learned on that trip to Barbados is it was just me and my wife, which is great. But it's one of those aspects of um, pretty much any more. We want to make sure that we actually take trips with the full family, with the boys, and have them experience everything too. Um, and you know, they're they're then a trip, not a vacation. But that's okay. I'm okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, a vacation, a vacation with my my wife and I can be a two day thing. It doesn't. Make any sense. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Any last thoughts for us, Nick, for the podcast? But any last thoughts or some wisdom for me, bud? I don't think so, man. I, you know, I think uh, the biggest thing I would tell everybody is, you know, we've got what seven days or whatever it is, eight days left of the year. Um, yeah. Take, take this time. Uh, I was lucky enough to be in Barbados to do this, but take this time to refocus and kind of actually plot out what you're going to be doing for the next twelve months. Plot out your goals. Put specific dates on it. Put timelines on those on those goals. Um, and, and then also take the time to kind of look back on this year and kind of what you've accomplished and what you've done and, you know, give yourself a pat on the back for those, those aspects and then never be satisfied with what you are currently at, right? There's always more that you can do. There's always more that you can impact. There's always more, um, there's always more opportunity if you're willing to go after it. And so, you know, use this year to truly show what you are capable of and what uh, proper planning can actually bring to fruition when executed with total consistency. Nick, thank you for being a positive example, man. Like honestly, for all of us, like you're just making things happen. Love seeing you, love seeing your social media posts here, getting your texts, going on our calls and hearing the progress you're making. I swear two months, you achieve what people achieve in a year, you know, in two months. So it's a pleasure, Nick. It really is a pleasure. It's an honor. Of course, man. Of course. I appreciate you guys, and I look forward to uh, 
coming back on next year and, and talking about some other crazy stuff that we do this year. So you'll probably buy a, some other company and whatever else. Twenty, <laughs> there'll be like three more big things. I'm like Nick, really? I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, probably. You're probably not wrong, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I always say that. I always say that I'm done opening gyms or buying new businesses, and then I end up walking down that path. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows I what the world it, or what the what the what the future holds, my friend? I love it, man. Well, guys, you can follow Nick Langer at BR Physiques um, on his hashtag. Is, is it BR underscore Physiques on Instagram, Nick? Yep, BR underscore Physiques on Instagram. Um, and then coachrhino.com. Yep. Um, or brphysiques.com, actually. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, those are the main kind of main ways to, to get in contact. So. We'll have you back on probably in six months again or something like that for another progress report again, Nick. Don't you worry, buddy. Deal. Yeah, I've got a. I think I think in six months we're gonna have some stuff to talk about. So, <laughs> thanks, man. Much appreciate, Nick, buddy. All right, man. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Train Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Train Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. Take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Train Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money-making, business-building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter and harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.